Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and as always, it is such a pleasure to be here with you all today. Today on the podcast, I have another very special guest interview for you all. Today, we're talking to Slade Powell. Slade is an inner voice facilitator who specializes in supporting people going through major life transitions. Slade is also a projector in human design. And today we're going to be talking to Slade all about their business journey and exactly how they have used their design as a projector to grow their business, specifically in a way that works for a projector. (laughs) We're also diving deeply into a topic that is an absolute specialty for Slade and the way that they talk about it is actually incredible. Slade talks about self-care and defines self-care in such a beautiful way that I want you all to really take in. We talk about self-care and boundaries for entrepreneurs and when you're going through a life transition. And we dive into this topic very deeply. We also talk about how to place yourself at the center of your life, boundaries, people pleasing and saying no. And we also, of course, talk about the top three things that supported Slade to grow their business, including allowing yourself to be delusional, which is something that I've been spending a lot of time thinking about. And in this conversation, it came up in a really beautiful way that you'll just all have to listen to because this is a topic I'm going to be diving in um, a lot. If you have checked out my stories recently, I did a bit of a video on that. You can go and look at the Instagram highlight with um, business tips. It's called something like that. And you'll find it there from the last couple of weeks. This is such a powerful concept. So check it out. Listen to today's episode. We're also diving into one of the challenges that Slade faced during their time in the holistic business mistress mind. Slade really faced the mind's fear around visibility head on. And today we talk about how facing this fear head on in the mistress mind really supported Slade to show up in a deeper way as the CEO of their business and also really was the most important work that Slade could have done in order to serve in a more powerful way in business, open their energy and just all of the amazing things that we need to do in order to grow and hold, allow ourselves to hold more as business owners. And of course, as Slade is one of our Holistic Business Mistress Mind members for 2021, we are also diving in deeply to how the Holistic Business Mistress Mind really supported Slade uniquely as they grew their business. I'm so excited for you all to meet Slade. You're going to love their energy. And I'm just so glad to be able to connect you with another incredible human being and expansive business journey for all of you amazing humans out there. So 
before we dive into the episode, I just want you all to know if you would like to join us in our next season of the Holistic Business Mistress Mind, OMG, I'm so excited for all of the people who have signed up. We are kicking off in September. The the Mistress Mind starts on September 1st. So if you're listening to this episode as it airs, in order to join us for the 1st of September, you need to make sure your name is on the wait list at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash mistress mind. You'll then receive an invitation into the mistress mind. It's the only way to receive it that will have all of the details, including how to apply. And I encourage you to make sure you put your application in as soon as possible because it's all being enrolled on a first come first serve basis. And if you're listening to this episode at a future moment after the 1st of September, make sure you put your name on the wait list because you'll receive the details for the next intake as soon as possible. Um, and we'll just be enrolling people into the next intake as soon as we can so that you know that you've got that support coming up as you build your business. If you're not sure what the mistress mind is, it's basically my signature um, mastermind. It's a high level mastermind for existing business owners. It doesn't matter how long you've been in business, just that you've already got a business and you're ready to grow. I help you create a path pathway to your six-figure and beyond business. I help you up-level your leadership and really allow yourself to thrive across your life holistically. One of the most crucial things that I support business owners is how do we thrive across our life, spiritually, mentally, physically, financially, emotionally, creatively. It's so important that if we're going to go into business to, to because we want the freedom, we want the fun and the fulfillment, that we don't forget about that along the journey. And so today's conversation about self-care and boundaries is really going to be so supportive of this um, approach that we take to business. Without self-care and without boundaries, we really just aren't able to allow ourselves the life we want. And we also don't honor our desires and what our body is asking for and none of that is sustainable. So I really encourage everyone to listen um, and take notes during today's episode. And I want you to know that whatever it is you desire is something that you're being called to for a reason. So really honor that. And if you'd like to come with an awesome group of people as you grow your business and really take it to next levels in a super supportive way, then come and join us in the Mistress Mind. Remember, it's at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash Mistress Mind. Now, without further ado, let's dive into today's conversation with Slade. Hey, Slade, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Letitia. Thank you so much for having me. My absolute pleasure. It is an honor to have you here sharing this space with us today. To get us started, can you let our beautiful listeners know a little bit about you and your business? You betcha. So (laughs) um, I'm an inner voice facilitator. Uh, Letitia and I met in training actually uh, early last year. And um, I work with people one-on-one in mastering their intuition and being able to not just occasionally get glimpses of like an intuitive hit about something, but to actually have that knowledge and being on tap whenever they need it, whenever they want the reassurance or they're making some kind of choice in their life. Um, I work with a lot of people when they're in some kind of transition or really uh, have gone through some major life shifts and are recentering in themselves. 
Mm-hmm. And um, that's, it's, it's a real joy uh, for me. And um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I do. I love it. And Slade, why did you start both a business and also this business? Oh man, I have always known I wanted a business. Um, I know there are people out there who always knew that they wanted to be parents. And uh, for me, it's, I've always known that I wanted to be a business owner. Um, my growing up, my, my mom runs her own business and uh, that's, I think that combined with like some other things in my life, like there's some entrepreneurship in the rest of my family as well. And um, I just always knew that I wanted it. Like it always seemed like fun. Mm-hmm. And so I've gone through a lot of different business ideas in my life and a lot of different starting and trying out different things, uh, some of which were very different from each other. And um, I actually ended up really taking off uh, the year before in the 2019 with um, I actually started a massage side practice. I'm also a massage therapist. <laughs> and uh, I, that was, I would say my first business um, that really felt like I was like giving it my all. Mm-hmm. And um, that was really lovely. I learned through it that I did not want to be doing massage on the side while doing massage as my regular gig. It was a bit too much. Mm. Um, so when, um, when COVID hit and then inner voice facilitator training became available, uh, it was like the perfect transition to be able to, um, help people support themselves in this different dimension of their lives that, uh, wasn't going to be overtaxing on my body and would give me like another, like I wanted another way to help people, like another out, outlet to connect with them. So it became like a perfect um, synergy. Mm, I love it. And so Slade, is business fun? <laughs> oh my God, it's so fun. It's so challenging. And some days it's a pain in my ass. <laughs> yeah. And is, is that also what makes it kind of fun? It is. It's like a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting, isn't it? How it is like the challenges and the growth that we can have, like the new levels, the new 1% that we're always finding ourselves in Mm -hmm. that actually is what brings that fun element to it. Mm -hmm. It's true. If it were the same, if it were always, if it were always like easy, it wouldn't be as interesting. Be like a game that you already know how to win. And that's just not as fun. Definitely. I love that. What do you think having people in your family and life who are entrepreneurs, uh, do you think that that has um, supported you as a business owner, like seeing those examples around you? Definitely. And it's also interesting because when you're growing up, you take on, like you, you just absorb whatever's around you, whatever messages are around you, whether you know you are or not and interpret them however you do, which is very different often than whatever's uh, other people are intending to give you. Mm. And um, so for a long time, one of the things that has been showing up for me in my business was watching my mom work hard at her business, Mm. which has become very successful. And she's very good at what she does, which is very, uh, she's in a totally different industry. But the, um, like for me, that was something that I, uh, 
had to start looking at for myself. And like, I think anytime that you're in any kind of path that's similar to the path of anyone else, you know, especially Mm -hmm. from when you were a kid, like there's just levels of like unraveling whatever it is that you learned about what this path is like that. Mm -hmm. um, And you just like, cause you have to find your own way, no matter whether you had role models in this particular area or not, like you're going to be finding your own way through it for your own business, your own path. Mm. So it was really helpful to know that I could do it, that like people like my family can do this, but, um, and, and it's also like, it brings its own stuff, you know? Definitely. So it's like, it shows you that it's possible that you could do it, but then it's learning how to do it in your way. And when you, the, when you've observed someone else do it in a particular way, that can kind of be hard because our mind is like, well, it's, this is the way you do it. You do it by working hard Mm -hmm. and then you're successful. So it's that, yeah. Unraveling, as you said. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I love that. Okay. So I would love to know as a projector (laughs) in human design, um, how has understanding more about your human design energy type helped you with your specific approach to business as in an approach that works for you? Oh my God. It's been so helpful. The more that I, I got a little bit like into a rabbit hole about human design. Uh, (laughs) It happens. It does. I don't, I'm not the only one. And uh, what it's given me a lot of space to be really, to like really, um, I want to use the word forgive myself for like not being perfect all the time, not being on all the time. Uh, There's that element of like, when you see other people's social media feeds for one, for instance, that makes an easy example. And it seems like they're always on and they're always perfect, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, And we know that that's never true about actual people, but um, being able to see that um, as a projector, my energy flows differently than that. I'm not always on. Um, I actually... I think I came up with a great <laughs> analogy recently. It was, uh, I used to have a phone. It was like, a, it was an old iPhone and it had, I think eight gigs of onboard memory, <laughs> but it wanted to send everything to onboard memory, no matter how many times I told it to use this extremely underutilized, uh, SD card that it had. And, um, I was constantly running out of, um, like memory on this phone. It was like, it was like, it just never had enough juice. Like, uh, almost like it didn't almost like constantly running out of battery if it were like running low on battery, but it's the same difference. Um, and then I eventually replaced that phone because that was not a great way to live. And, uh, my new phone, I never have to worry about it. It's always good. Like it has such a long battery life. It has like a bajillion gigs of memory. Um, it's, it's always, it's always on. But the old phone was more like how sometimes I feel like my energy is where I just have to recharge myself a lot. Mm. Like my new phone, I can recharge that. Like if I charge that thing every night, it never runs out of juice. And I don't even have to recharge it every night. The old phone is like, I would always have to be checking it. I would have to be like deleting things out of the memory. 
Um, I know I'm crossing a little bit of wires between battery and memory here, but like the, like that was basically um, how I experience. like, I just need to recharge more than I ever thought. And I now don't look at it as being lazy. Mm, Oh my gosh. I used to think I was really lazy (laughs) and that other people work so hard and they can. And I was like, but when I do that, I'm freaking wrecked. Like I just, I, it's not, it's not worth it and I don't need to. Mm. So that's, that's been a huge thing and giving myself the space and the permission to just do it my way. Oh, it's pretty fantastic. It's so good. And also I'm thinking like when you're doing the massage um, work that that, because it's so physical, you hold actually physically holding the space for the people that you're supporting there doing that like all day would have been so draining for you, for anyone and for you as a projector who really does need to conserve um, your energy. You know, what's fascinating is that massage recharges me. Yeah. It's one of the reasons that I love doing it. Um, not all the time. Some clients are draining, but mm-hmm. most people aren't. And, um, and it definitely, uh, I like, there are things that I can do that will drain me more or less like, um, like taking, which is mostly my physical self-care, like my physical mm-hmm. self-care has to be uh, working. Like if I'm miss, if I'm missing lunch to take an extra client, that's not going to work for me. But, uh, like once I figured out my boundaries around what works for me, um, like there was a time where I would do 25 hours of massage a week, which is a lot. And now I, now I'm bookable for like 16 tops. Um, realistically I'm, I'm more in 12. And that's a really nice place for me. Um, In the industry, about 20 hours a week is considered full-time. So uh, like that's, it's just, it's just a matter of like figuring out what actually works for me. Yeah. And making sure that I have enough breaks in between and that I, you know, and the style of massage that I do is, is like, it, it works for my body and it works for my style. And I get to do a lot of energy work, which I adore and holding space is easy for me. Oh, I love that. So see like what a huge difference that experience has been for you um, doing the 12 to 16 hours versus the 25 hours, how mm-hmm. it's the difference between this is actually draining me and and overtaxing my body versus this is actually recharging me. And I think that that's so interesting for everyone just to like take a moment to think about because what could have happened here is you could have um, made the made the um, estimation that, oh, actually I just shouldn't do massage ever because I'm trained because I'm doing 25 hours, right? Like I think a lot of us do this as coaches, as healers, as like whatever service it is you're providing. When we feel like we're overworked, we can kind of like want to throw out the service, but it's, it's really about finding the boundary of where it actually energizes you versus drains you. Absolutely. And that's funny you say that because, um, my before the pandemic, like when the pandemic hit, my the place I would I had been working doing massage, 
Um, they didn't make it. They, they went under really quickly. Mm. And I, and I was starting this business doing inner voice work. And I swore I would never take another job. This was my last job. And you know what? <laughs> I just started doing massage again at a spa and it's, but it's like on my terms. Yeah. I'm not an employee. I'm an independent contractor. I'm taking exactly the hours that I want to. I chose them. I'm very clear that I chose them to support my business, mm. to give it some breathing room so that it can, so I can be more creative with it. I found myself putting a lot of pressure on my business with it being the only thing I was doing for money. Mm. And that just wasn't fun. Um, and I missed doing massage. <laughs> like I miss being, I miss seeing new people every day and touching them. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> yes, but so it supports me. It gives me structure to my week. It gives me like, like it's actually, it's actually on my terms in a way that I previously, um, you know, like we've, I think we've all gone through a lot of change through the pandemic and I'm sure we all change and we all change normally as well. And I know that's very true for me. And the person I was before the pandemic definitely thought I was stuck with whatever my employer would give me. And the person I am now knows that that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And that I, I get to declare the terms of what it is that I am here for. Yes. Like how yes. am I served by this position? And this is how I'm served. It's fantastic. Oh, um, and it gets to be, and now it gets to be like the side gig that uh, that feeds me and part of my self care. Being able to like see people <laughs> instead of just uh, being like physically alone in my apartment. Um, you know, as many of us are as solopreneurs, and. Uh, and now it, it it's it's just a part. It's just a part of what I do. Mm, I love this so much. This is this conversation is so needed. I I wanted to just say like for anyone out there who has a um a, a paid employment that is relevant to their business, right? Like yours is here, Slade. Uh, although I know that you're a contractor, but even in the past, if it was like an employee basis, I really encourage everyone to see that as part of your business as like, like, it doesn't matter the way that you get paid. Like I have another client who part of her work is uh, coaching clients. And then other part, she's like an employee um, for, but doing the same work as she does with her coaching clients, it's just paid in a different way. And I have another client who same thing is like providing services within an industry and then also works for the biggest name in the industry. And it's like, all of this is part of your business. It's just like a different way of being paid because you still have that entrepreneur mindset. Like you're, this is like, it's a project you're choosing to take on rather than like that employee mindset. And does like, does that speak to you, Slade? Do you want, does, is that clear what I'm trying to say here? Yeah, I absolutely feel that. Um, I'd, I want to add one other thing that just came to me while you were talking about that. And that is, um, I. Uh, it makes me more creative. Mm. The the things that that I that come up in because it's similar, like aligned. Uh, it's the how do I want to say this? The massage work is aligned with my business work. Mm. Um, like the it's aligned with the inner voice work. Things that come up in one area come up in the other, and it shows me what people are dealing with. It shows me 
um, I think it's come back, comes back to being a projector too, is like people get kind of wound up. And I know I have before about the wait for the invitation part of being a projector mm-hmm. that like, that's how we work best, but the invitation can be what we see that other people don't. It can be when the universe is handing me like three people in a row who have like the same shoulder tension because of similar issues or whatever, or like, like lately, a lot of people who haven't been touched in a year. And that's something that people are dealing with. And so it's something that I can work with, with people in my inner voice work and focus on with my, uh, like how I'm serving people and what I'm promoting, like what I'm highlighting on social media, how I'm talking to people, how I'm like presenting what it is that I do and how it can help in those areas that, um, that I'm seeing people are having a need, like a need is a need. It can be served in so many ways. Mm, I love this. Absolutely. And I, I also just wanted to touch on the, um, what you see being some as the situation inviting you because you see the opportunity mm-hmm. to lead or to offer something there. And I just feel like for all of the projectors out there who feel like you've got to wait for an express invitation, this is like, there's just so much uh, misinformation out there about the waiting for the invitation. For example, like everybody who's in your community have already invited you in. They want to hear from you. They're not like, hey, I'm following you on social media so that I can never see you and hear you. It's like, (laughs) no, I'm here because I want to see you and I want to hear you. So please give me something to see. And then because your gift is your sight, your ability to see opportunities for leadership, like all situations around you are really inviting you. Like, is there something that you see here? And if, if so, there's the invitation. So I love that you are seeing that direct link in the, your massage work, that that's providing it for the inner voice facilitation work. That is so cool. And it also just shows like this is a holistic approach to your life. Everything's connected. Everything is like affecting the other thing and everything's also showing and mirroring something in the other areas of our life. And I, I just like, that's super cool. So thank you for sharing that with us all. I love, love, love it. And I feel like so many people are going to get so much permission to, really allow your business to look in different ways. It doesn't have to be, I'm a, I do full-time one service or full-time <laughs> in this business and then like nothing else. If you get to create it like your life in whatever way it is that you truly desire. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> let's dial it back for a moment. I want to know why I know self-care and major life transformations, transitions are two areas that you're so passionate about. What led you to being super passionate about both of these areas? Mm, it's absolutely my own journey. Yeah. Um, I I personally couldn't tell you how many times it feels like I've rebooted my life. Um, especially like there was a particular time four years ago, I was leaving a relationship. Um, I was actually engaged and, um, leaving that relationship. I'm, we had been living together. And so I'm in a place about 40 minutes outside of Seattle, which is where I live. And, um, the, when, when I moved back to Seattle at the end of that, like I changed everything, you know, I was now too far from my work. I changed my job. I was hanging out with different friends. 
Um, I changed like the, obviously the place that I was actually living in, mm-hmm. um, my connections, my mindset, like everything shifted. And like, I think that's probably the most dramatic transition that I've made. And it was all for the best. Every single part of it was for the best. And, um, and it really had me take myself and put myself at the center of my life in a way that I never had before. I'd never really given myself permission to before. And, um, and that, which is how I frame Mm -hmm. self-care. Self-care isn't about bubble baths. It's not about, um, it's not even about eating. This is like, it's not about any of those specific things. It's about putting yourself in the center of your life so that everything in your life serves you. Um, It is holistic. It is having your whole being fed by the things that you include in your life and saying no to a whole lot of stuff that just isn't part of that equation. Um, And, you know, it involves like a lot of boundary setting and uh, learning. It's a lot of trial and error, like what does work for me. Um, And for me, that has been amazing. And working with my intuition in that space has made all the difference because uh, it streamlines the process so much. You go from like, should I in- should I like intermittently fast or like <laughs> become vegan or like like food is an easy example or like there's so many ways to eat and uh, and there are plenty of people out there who will tell you to do any of them. <laughs> mm. This worked for me. It'll work for you. And uh, you, you, not all of them will work for you. Like I can't intermittently fast. Like I would hate life so much. Um, I'm, it's just not my bag and the, uh, but what has worked is like one my intuition told me, uh, this was sometime early last year, actually. And I've been doing this ever since. And it's worked amazing. It said, eat fresh. It said, eat fresh food. You want fresh food. And, and that has had me really reevaluate a lot of things that I thought I would have to do. Like. I thought that like the the adult way to like handle your finances and food was to do a strict meal plan for every week and then go to the grocery store and only buy those things and then like only go to the grocery store like once a week to like with your strict meal plan in hand and I always found that stifling and boring. Mm. <laughs> it didn't yield food that I that I loved eating and I got I would often get to like halfway through that meal plan and be like, I'm bored with all of these foods. Like mm-hmm. I'm done. Um, I don't even want to make these last couple of things. I want to try something else. And, um, and I wasted a lot of food that way, which was, didn't feel very good either. So I stopped doing that completely. And I just started, I gave myself permission to go out. Um, and obviously this, since I, as I mentioned, this was last year, like uh, I gave myself permission to go to the grocery store twice a week during the pandemic, which got me out of, which was so shocking, but like, uh, also got me out of my house and, uh, seeing at least the eyes of humans <laughs> a couple of times a week. And, um, and that was really, and I just bought what actually I wanted. Mm. Um, and I ended up buying a lot of fruits and vegetables and meats and not a lot of carbs. And uh, I would give myself permission to like buy the same thing over and over if I really loved it. Like there's a particular chicken sausage that I still adore. And I think I've eaten this chicken sausage almost every week for the last year. 
<laughs> but only when I want to, like there are weeks I haven't to be fair. And, uh, when I've just eaten other things, um, and I, and that's be, from using my intuition to come to my self-care, which is how they blend so well in my work, especially when people are going through transitions, either when they just have, and now they're figuring out their new normal, mm-hmm. which, um, I would say a lot of us are. And, or when they are like, sometimes people come to me when they're like on the edge of a cliff is how, is how they, it might feel. And they like some, something is wrong. They're, they feel like shit. Uh, they're tired. They're mad. They're like, they don't have any, they can barely think they don't have any time. They're like, they are burned out or they don't want to say that they're burned out, but they feel that they are fighting burnout. Anybody who says they're fighting burned out is already burned out. Mm. They just don't want to admit it yet. Um, I'd say like 90% of people who I talk to who say that they are fighting burnout. They're just in the early stages. It's already happening and they just don't want to, uh, it seems really scary. And so they don't, and they don't know what to do with it yet. And sometimes people come to me in that space where something has to give They're They need to make some kind of change and they know that they need to make some kind of change, whether they know what it is or not. And that's when we start working with their intuition to um, see what it is that like is working in their life that they can keep around. That's really feeding them that they can maximize and also like what it is that needs to go. Cause it's going to be something in that case. Um, and often it's not the thing that they fear that it is. Mm. Um, or it is like sometimes people will like, uh, like they think it's going to be some particular thing. Like I'm burned out at work. I'm going to have to quit my job to do this, but that has a lot of repercussions on my life. And I don't want those repercussions. Sometimes you don't have to, sometimes you do it real, or it's not time yet, but you can make yourself actually feel good now because the symptoms of burnout are different than the cause of the, of that burnout. Mm, Um, That's awesome. Can you explain that a little bit more? Absolutely. Uh, Whatever is causing the burnout is something that is a stressor. It is something that is causing you stress. It could be like, I'm going to use the job as an example, Um, but it could be anything. It could be uh, any area of your life. It could be overly people pleasing and not using your boundaries. It could be, um, that's actually huge. Uh, It could be like something happening in your relationship. It could be caregiving for your children or a family member or someone else. Um, That's very easy. Caregiver burnout is real. Um, Social worker burnout is real. And Um, but in the example of, for instance, a job, the, like, it could be anything about that job that you find stressful and, but addressing that stressor, that thing that is stressful is different than addressing the actual stress that you're feeling Mm -hmm. the, um, and addressing the actual stress that you're feeling will give you more space to address whatever it is about the job that there is to address, um, whether it's, you know, your relationships with specific people or the work that you're doing or the hours or whatever it is. Um, you'll have a more effective conversation with your boss, for instance, about whatever the thing is that's um, getting up your butt, if you will. <laughs> 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 like, so I don't mean to diminish it at all, but like, yeah. you know, the, uh, 
you'll have a more effective conversation with the people you need to about whatever it is that needs to change uh, in your circumstances mm-hmm. when you're not coming to, coming to it from that stressed out, freaked out, um, over it place. And you have your full, uh, like your full present self that you can bring to those conversations and your full creativity that you can bring to finding solutions. Mm. Um, so dealing with the actual stress is most of what we do. Like we ask you, we ask people's inner voice about what to, how to handle the circumstances because that inner knowing knows best how to handle those. I certainly don't know what their office dynamic is like. Um, so we go to their inner voice for like how to actually handle the situation, but the situation isn't the what's making them crazy and, um, and making you feel like there's no hope and there's nowhere to go. It's the actual stress itself. It's the sensations in your body, which is a chemical, horm- chemical hormonal response to thoughts and, um, and emotions. I mean, emotions are also hormonal chemical responses yeah. themselves. Yeah. And, uh, and so what we do is we end up doing a lot of emotional release, um, which can sound scary if you've been bottling your emotions up, but it's super safe. There none, none of these are feelings you haven't felt already. Mm-hmm. Like you can feel as much anger and sadness and disappointment and, uh, resentment as you want in a safe container with a, like an actual, professional space holder Mm. and all of it is safe. Like nobody's going to get hurt there. And the feelings just need to be felt. That's all feelings need. They just need to be felt and allowed and acknowledged. The, um, there's a great book that's actually called burnout and Mm. the authors, um, use a tunnel as an analogy. And I think it's a great analogy that each, um, every emotion you feel is like a tunnel. You just have to go all the way through it. And if you get stuck in the middle, if you like push it down or refuse to feel it or refuse to acknowledge it because it's uncomfortable or you feel like you shouldn't feel that, then you get stuck in the tunnel Mm -hmm. and it just hangs around. It's like a car literally broken down in a tunnel. And, uh, the, the only way out is to just, just feel the feeling and get a, go all the way through the tunnel. Mm. And that is so safe. And it f- is so easy. When I work with people, really all we ever do, like people ask me, like, how do you do this? Like it's some kind of magic. Um, and it is magic, but it's not hard. <laughs> the, we just breathe and the, and feel what's already there because all the feelings that you're refusing to feel like when we say they bottle, you bottle them up. Like the bottle is you, you're, you are the bottle. So everything that you've been bottling is here with you. (laughs) (laughs) It hasn't gone anywhere. And, uh, and so, and we just like let things come up and be completed Mm -hmm. and deal with the actual stress itself. And we work through like between the minds and the inner voices of the, of me, a a person who's pretty freaking good at this and the client, the person who's the expert in everything that we're dealing with. Um, like we come up with new solutions of like, how could they actually be, um, living their truth, no matter what the circumstances are right now. And then 
as we continue through like each session, then we bring, okay, like, and how do we actually adjust your life? What needs to actually be um, addressed in like the outside of you world too, but it always starts with you. Um, and 90% of the work is just like, you know, it's like snaking the pipes, really. It's like, you've got a clog and you got to snake the pipes. It's not hard and it's a little gross and you, and at the end, like everything flows really, really freely. And if, especially if that pipe has been clogged for a long time, it's just like magic. It's just like, oh my God, this used to drip all the time. This used to like always be backed up. Like, look at this just flow so easily, so cleanly. I haven't seen it like this in years. Mm-hmm. And that's what people want. Like <laughs> they want all the other things too. They want to feel not stressed. They want to have circumstances in the, their life that they like. But fundamentally, all we really want is that free flow of energy and just feeling clear and calm and open and appreciating our lives and feeling satisfied with what we have. And that's what they get that lets them actually create something new. Mm. Oh, I love it. That's your long answer to that question. (laughs) I love it. I mean, I've just been enjoying every single word. There's so much here. And I just feel like you know, one of your focuses is people who are going through a big life um, transition or transformation. And mm-hmm. I was just thinking, you know, as as they uh, clear that energy flow, like what opens up for them might be the like starting a business or taking a new job or changing, doing the change that they're being called to change in some major way, but just coming from a totally different perspective and energy. So for me, it feels like whether like you're going into something new in your life or you are in something new in your life, this um, process of self-care and allowing that free flow of energy is like we need it at both stages. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fundamentally, self-care is just taking care of you. And we need that at every stage of our lives. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is so good. So, okay. Is there, is is there any other, you've mentioned so many, but is there any other um, tips or things that you want to mention here that can support someone who is going through a major life transformation when it comes to caring for themselves? Mm, trust yourself. <laughs> it one. is the hardest thing, but it's <laughs> central to everything. Whatever it is that you feel is true or needed or right for you, trust that that's so. What has helped you to trust more deeply, Slade? And you could think about this in terms of your business as well because we all Mm -hmm. know that that is really the work that we're all doing. That is the work. That is the work of business, man. (laughs) Um, It's an ongoing process. And I think recognizing that it's an ongoing process has actually been part of what has been so helpful. It's not like something that I can just turn on. Um, It's not something that can get turned off. It's just wherever I am in that flow of my relationship with the universe, with myself, with um, the business itself, 
that um, that wherever I am is just where I am. And when I take it from that space, then I can actually see where I'm trusting and where I'm not and without judging myself too harshly. Between that and like a lot of meditating. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I, not everybody's a meditator, but for me, that really works. Um, Just to quiet the mind and be able to listen to what the universe is telling me, what my inner voice is telling me. Mm. Um, And I collect a lot of evidence for that it works. Yeah. And how do you collect that evidence? Mm. I started training myself to notice when my intuition pans out. Um, when it actually pays off, when I, like, I, I will literally like, uh, I, I park my car on the street and I use my intuition for parking. Um, (laughs) and (laughs) which is kind of fun. And every time I get good parking or get any parking, frankly, I finish parking the car, I turn it off and I will literally say to myself like a dork in my head, I will say like, Oh, look at this parking spot we got. This is so good. Look at how good our parking is. Thank you, inner voice. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, it's literally like, like cheering on a small child that lives inside of me that is so scared. Yes. It's just like, no, but what if it doesn't work this time? And, <laughs> and I, and so sometimes I, I talk to that, to that fear, like it's a small child that lives inside. And, um, I get really, I, I just find the tone that like works and, uh, and I just intentionally draw attention to the things that are working. Mm. Oh my gosh. These are such great tips. I love it. And what I'm hearing here is really you're celebrating those like little results and wins like along the way. And that is what helps to build the evidence that it is actually working. Absolutely. Yes. That's it. I love it. Well, you all know (laughs) everyone who's one of my clients who's worked in the mistress mind or any of my containers knows that I'm always forcing them to celebrate. (laughs) And (laughs) like, yeah, This is why it helps us to trust. And I really, um, you've just made me seen that direct link to trust here that um, celebration gives you. So thank you for that. What do you feel like if we look now at your business journey and especially everything that you've, uh, all the ways that you've grown since we've been working together in the Mistress Mind uh, this year in 2021, like what are the three things that you would say have helped you to create the results that you've created in your business and the growth and that deeper self-trust so far? Persistence. Mm. Um, Recognizing that it's an ongoing journey this isn't something that's just going to like, I wake up one day and it's perfect. I wake up one day and it's done yeah. or I wake up one day and I'm a millionaire. Like this is an ongoing journey that I've chosen and that I don't actually want it to be 
any of the, I don't want to wake up and it be perfect. Like what, what would I do then? What would I do the next day? Uh, <laughs> not that I don't want the success and all of the, like the beautiful results. It's just, um, recognizing that it, that it's an ongoing journey and that I've chosen the journey that I, I haven't chosen the results of the business. I've chosen the journey of having a business. Yes. Um, this is so good. Everyone pay close attention <laughs> to what's being said here because this is the secret to success. It's this right here, right now. Continue, Slade. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I feel like a genius right now. Uh, <laughs> um, and I know you frame this question as like, like what has led me to self-trust, but honestly, just trusting has been a huge part of what's worked and what leads to more trust. Um, At some point you just have to start actively trusting that it'll work. Um, One thing that helped with that, I don't know if anyone will get anything out of this because it's such a specific me example, but uh, (laughs) I took some trapeze classes and uh, which are super fun. And I just, I real, I discovered that like, I, I, I hate heights. And so it was like a real challenge at first to like do any of like to climb the ladder and be up high before even grabbing a bar and being in midair. But what I discovered <laughs> through taking several trapeze classes and getting a lot easier with that was that my favorite part wasn't doing the tricks. My favorite part was dropping into the net. Mm. I love, cause it was so fun. It felt it was the part that actually felt like flying and that's how it feels trusting my inner voice and continuing to work in my business and on my business every day is like constant. It feels like dropping into the safety net mm. of, um, And that is the trust is that the net will always be there. And the net has all And looking back to see when the net has always been there because it always has, I'm not dead. So there's always been some, something that's helped keep me alive. Um, and that was very helpful too. recognizing that for instance, money has always been there when I've needed it, mm. whether it came from the sources that I wanted it to at the time or somewhere else um, that or even when there were times when my mind at the time would have said, there's no money, uh, but I like, I'm still here. Mm. So it's always worked out. Um, that kind of thing uh, was, has been really helpful, helpful for the trust and building the trust is like, like trust builds more trust. Yeah, it certainly does. And there's a couple of things that I want to mention here. The, first of all, I know that like, people's mind when we're sort of talking about trusting your inner voice and collecting that evidence, the mind says, you're just being delusional with the things that you Mm. think you can do and you want. And something that I've really been playing with recently is allow yourself to be delusional. Like that's where the magical things happen. It's not like oh, well, this seems realistic, so I'm going to set that as my, like, dream and my vision for my life. Like, that's boring. Nobody wants that. We don't Mm -hmm. care. (laughs) (laughs) 
allow yourself to be delusional. And that's what opens you up to really magical experiences that come in unexpected ways. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I love that. It's, it reminds me of like when you're choosing a major in college and, you know, do you choose the safe major or do you choose the major you actually like? Um, or maybe they're the same. Maybe you really love accounting, like props, but, um, it's similar. It's like, what's like, what are you declaring to the world that you want? And that's so powerful. It's so powerful to say, I'm here for the magic. It's so powerful to say, like, I don't care if people think I'm a little crazy. I don't care if my own mind thinks I'm a little crazy. My mind still tells me I'm crazy, but I'm not quitting this business <laughs> because my mind thinks I'm crazy. That's such a lame way to go out. <laughs> yeah, it is. And like, that is what guarantees your success because you're there for the journey. And so that means it's going to happen, right? It's like mm-hmm. most of us are waiting for the evidence before like we're even going through the journey. If you commit to the journey, mm-hmm. the result will always come and it's going to come in much even better ways than you can imagine. And like mm-hmm. what is actually the real safety here? Is it limiting your dreams and going for what's in your comfort zone or is it actually like opening the net wider and saying like, I will allow myself to receive the magic, to be delusional, to give myself the, what my soul is actually calling and yearning for, because it's just going to get louder and louder. And, you know, Mm -hmm. like if you do something because you think it's like better practically at some point, we all know in the future, you're going to be like, I want to do the other thing that my soul was like Mm -hmm. leading me towards. So like what, what was really the safer path there? Was it the boring one or was it the one that feels like, wow, this is just so delusional. <laughs> it's the delusional mm-hmm. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the delusional one. It's the delusional one. Uh, <laughs> there is no safety. Safety is the delusion. Yes. Oh my gosh. Safety is the delusion. That's incredible. <laughs> we are literally, yeah. We're all going to die. Yes. And that's okay. And that's okay. Like, it's just a part of being a human being. It's part of the game that we each get to play in our lives of like the game of being a person. Mm. And like, how do you want to play your game? If you play not to lose, that's a very different game than if you play to win. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love this so much. So, okay. I have, sorry, we're going to say something. Nope. Go ahead. I have a topic that I really want to make sure that we get to address to, but <laughs> we get to before we wrap up. And that is about visibility, because I know one of the challenges for you through our work together has been this topic is allowing yourself to really be visible. And it's so, I, people are going to really love to hear it from you, Slade, because you are someone who is so comfortable and confident in your own skin. That's the energy that you put out at least. (laughs) I know we've all got, you know, we've all got varying degrees of that actually, you know, in terms of our mind. And as a projector, this like visibility piece, like 
sort of really recognizing and seeing our own value and allowing ourselves to be seen is something that um, most projectors will find as a challenge because it's actually their greatest gift in their life. It's like how you tap into your signature for success. So I really want to know what has helped you move through um, that mind fear around visibility. Man, this is so perfect. Um, Giving myself permission to be seen is absolutely the third thing that uh, uh, also helped move me forward through like our working together. So this is so perfect. Um, The looking at like what I would say my greatest gift in the, in being, giving myself the permission to be seen. It was recognizing that I didn't want to be seen and that that was actually really common. Um, making it feel, making it feel like it was just me, like putting myself out there, like some kind of, uh, like circus ringmaster, <laughs> like putting on a show for everyone else, hoping that they wanted to see it. That's how I used to see, used to view, like making myself visible online. Like <laughs> That's ins- nobody. That's not how it is. <laughs> if anything, we're all circus acts, all hoping <laughs> to be seen. But uh, the um, giving, realizing that I wasn't the only one, that there were so many people who were also just as freaked out as I was, and not giving themselves permission to be out there to like put their voices out there. People who were. I I would read amazing posts and they would end with like, sorry for taking up so much time or something. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're incredible. Like, take my time, please. (laughs) What am I doing with it? You're incredible. And uh, the, that was enormous realizing that it wasn't just me, Mm. that, um, that I was having a human experience, like a really common human experience. And that. I, and this, this is part of my human design too, not necessarily in a projector area, but somewhere else is, uh, is I realized that I could help people Mm. to be okay with this, that I, that me putting myself out there was a service Mm. that me being able to, that people hearing from me benefited them, that people hearing my voice changed them, that people being able to be with my energy. I've had clients, uh, for years telling me that the, that, my energy is incredible. The best thing that they loved about being with me as a client was being in my energy mm. and able to actually use that. And I used to think that was just like sort of a weird thing people said, but now I get it. Mm. That being like what I bring is actually, and I, I used to think that it was like super egotistical to say something like the energy that I bring is incredible, but the energy I bring is incredible and only I bring it. Mm-hmm. the and that's not egotistical it's not self-centered it's not saying like oh look at me look at me like it's just it's just factual it's just I have something to give and I want to give it like like who would love to have this gift I am here giving this gift if this sounds like it's up your alley I have them gift wrapped you can buy them right here let me give you this gift oh my gosh this makes me want to cry in so many ways because like that that is everything that is you 
seeing your value as a human being, seeing yourself so that everybody else can see you too. And I got to say, I feel like that is the most powerful transformation that we can have like internally as humans, what you Mm. have just said right there. Thank you. (laughs) That's incredible, Slade. I hope you're so proud of yourself. Are you proud of yourself? I am right now. I'm pretty (laughs) proud of myself. (laughs) (gasps) Yeah. I really hope you're celebrating yourself so much because that is huge. That is success. (laughs) It's like untouchable. Yeah, it is. It's incredible. Okay, some rapid fire questions for the the last Mm -hmm. couple of minutes. I will be I will be so much more succinct. (laughs) I want to talk about the mistress mind. How Mm -hmm. what was the best thing you experienced? The community. Yes. Love it. That's a popular answer. What was the hardest? Being seen. (laughs) (laughs) This has been uh, some some work in the making. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, And my, uh, who do you think the mistress mind is best suited for? People who don't want to do it alone anymore. What does creating a life that is beautiful mean to you? Mm, means waking up every day satisfied with who I am and the life I've created. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Okay, Slade, is there anything else that you want to tell us? Mm. Whoever you are, you are a gift. Mm. And whatever it is that you bring, it is a gift. And if I see you on social media apologizing for existence, I will smack you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And with love, (laughs) with love, with all love, love. (laughs) only love, with love. um, How can people connect with you? My website is sladepowell.com. I'm on Instagram at slade.powell. Um, and I also have a, uh, you can, from either of those places, you can find my Facebook group, which is all about intuitive self-care. Uh, I post a lot about there on these topics. So if this has resonated with you, that's a great space. The group is called intuitive self-care. I love it. And we all know self-care is essential for us business Mm -hmm. owners. (laughs) It's true. Nobody else takes care of you like you. (laughs) All right. Slade, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your time and energy with us all. Thank you for being vulnerable about your business journey and what you've learned. And also thank you for sharing all of the wisdom that you have accumulated over the years as a business owner and also in terms of self care. It's been so beautiful to hear you speak on this topic and I can't wait for everybody else to have more of your beautiful energy in their life. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a real joy. 
So there you go, my beautiful friends. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Slade and I. And once again, a big thank you to Slade for coming on and sharing all about their business journey and diving deeply into this juicy topic of self-care. There were so many quotables in this episode. Trust builds more trust. No one else takes care of you like you. Recognize that it's an ongoing journey that you've chosen. Wow, I'm so grateful. This has been such a beautiful episode and everybody come and let's continue this conversation right now over on social media. Tag both Slade and I over on Instagram. Take a screenshot of you listening to this episode right now and let us know what did you resonate most with. Let's continue the conversation together. And for everybody who would like to join our next round of the Holistic Business Mistress Mind, we would absolutely love to have you. If you're an existing business owner and ready to up-level your business, all you need to do is follow the steps after you sign up for the waitlist at latisharinch.com forward slash mistress mind and then take the steps that will be emailed to you to apply for our next intake and I'm so excited to kick off with everybody on September 1st and if you're listening to this episode at a later date also make sure you head to latisharinch.com forward slash mistress mind pop your name on the waitlist keep a lookout for the email that will come to you right away and that will give you all the information about the next next intake we have. All right, my beautiful friends, keep being you. You're awesome. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.